The We Love Hip Hop Podcast is proudly sponsored by the Borough Heads Glass Gallery, located at 600 Church Street in downtown Toronto. It's Toronto's premier contemporary functional glass art gallery and vaporizer shop, showcasing a huge selection of heady and scientific glasswork by Canadian and international artists. Episode 14. Hey! Oh, we getting freaky, we getting live. We back, man. It's the world's most smoked out podcast. Episode 14. Yeah. Episode half ounce. You know what I'm saying? It's the world's most smoked out podcast. We love hip hop. And we are back. Shout out to the teenager on his feet right here. You know what I'm saying? Shout out. Hey! Let's get it in. Um, you can get the Wi Fi here. What's the Wi Fi network? What's the network? Zero Yeah, zero backwards. Um, so we're back. It's the world's most smoked out podcast. We love hip hop. Um, I'm your boy, the host, Friday Ricky Dread, aka. Turn on R2D2. 100 Blunts to the Head, aka Stash Cream, aka the Bluetooth Assassin. Chill. And uh, I'm my co host to the left of me. Well done. Yes, yes, sir. It's me, SSC underscore HeyHerx underscore PK on IG, because that's the only place you can find me, the only social medias I deal with. Yeah, so let's do this. Episode 14, 14 grams deep. So, um, you made it to 14. Jesus Christ. You know what's crazy? We started this podcast, like, <laughs> it was just a suggestion that a motherfucker hit me on, um, on Facebook. Like, yo, fam, you should start a podcast. Just on some, probably some smart-ass, trolly-ass comments. And I was like, you know what? Small case letters? Okay. And then from there, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Called Adam Bomb. Adam Bomb was episode one. So shout out to Adam Bomb. You know what I mean? Um, then we had, who did we have on episode two? Um, Dusty Wallace and Humble Child. Oh, yeah. That episode <laughs> was funny. A very monumental episode. Um, episode three, big shout out to Rich Kid. You know what I'm saying? Rich Kid came through, blessed us with a lot of dope stories. Um, episode four was 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 another live one. Um, we had T Major in the house for that one. You know what I'm saying? And that's the birth of the intro beat that you hear now. So shout out to T Major for that. Yeah, this is killing me. Um, episode five, T Grams. Shout out to T Grams. Very dope episode. Gave us some insight on what he was doing with the Doe Carter project. You know what I'm saying? Since then, they've had some. some did you see the new video for? It's supposed to be zero backwards, but I don't know if it's it's not working for me. Yeah, the the, the, the Wi-Fi can get kind of wonky over here, yo. Um, did you see the new video that that T Brams dropped? Um, the Mano? No, not the Mano one. The Mano one was dope too. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to T Brams. Um, there was the next one. Um. Trapping every day, I trap every day, trap every day. I can't say I did hear it because I don't follow music like that as I should. I know it's bad to say, but I, I don't. If it was something to do with the new chronic, yeah, I'd be right on top. I'd tell you what's up, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, I won't even go into the, all the whole list, but shout out to all the guests who've been on the show. Today. Yeah, the, the guest list has been crazy, man. Yeah. And it's just growing. It's growing. And we got to do some follow-up episodes, too. Definitely, definitely. Um, So let's get into what we smoking on. What you smoking on? Uh, Right now, it's just I'm mixing up some headband. 24k and some scott's og, scott's OG. from our sponsor toronto organics 
We won't be shouting them out that much tonight, but here's a shout out, Toronto Organics. You know what I mean? Shout out uh, Toronto Organics. Also, shout out our sponsor, um, the Borough Heads. You know what I mean? Facilitating our madness and smokery that we be doing over here. You know? Don't forget our boy R2D2, our silent co-host. R2D2 in Adi building. And you know, my live audience, they're always here with me. You know what I mean? I brought them in just, just now so that they can join in in madness. Also, shout out to Hip Hop Canada, one of our sponsors. Shout out to Six Socks. Six Socks. Has anybody won this contest yet? Nobody's won the contest. Nobody yet. wants some socks, some free socks? What's going on, people? Yo, my number loafing. Yo, they're loafing for real. Yo, um, if you want to get these socks, um, we have some socks here from from Six Socks. There's a whole bunch of different ones. I'm going to be posting them so that people will be able to see the different selections. If you can name all the ankle socks. Yes, name all the ankle socks. And the socks that Friday was wearing the day that we brought the socks to the podcast, which was two episodes ago? Yeah, about two episodes ago when... Um, when Dank was here. When, yep, but Dank. So if you can tell us what all those are... And the socks that Friday was wearing on that episode. You can have all of the socks minus the Jordan pillow. <laughs> I'll give you all a hint. I'll give you all a hint about the socks. Pardon me? That I was and then the ones I take today. Oh. <laughs> oh, there, exactly. well, there are guesses, our guesses uh, claiming some, so you better act quick. Exactly. So, you motherfuckers, you know, watch the YouTube videos. I've been posting on Instagram a few times to, to show people what the socks are. Actually, they are on my Instagram feed. If you scroll down, because I've been posting daily. Scroll down, you'll be able to see the, the If you go to socks. Six Socks, there's also a page, you'll see them. Yep, so, you know, shout out to Six Socks. Um, get at them, Six Socks Toronto on Instagram, and get yourself a pair of good socks. And as far as the socks that I was wearing, here's a little hint. I'll give you a little hint. You don't have to be Yo, stop this. Don't embarrass the man, yo. Why are you doing the man wrong, yo? I got tunes, bro. Yo. <laughs> Fuck all the mumble rappers. I can sing too. Ah, we'll see. We'll, we'll put them to the test, people. Um, Besides the, the, the sponsor, the sponsor we, I got a little something I could show. I show off to the people. Then. Oh. Yo, JL, um, can, can you get a little close-up here on my... Uh my readeries. You have to do this for me. And I'm going to give it a little I something to the, to the live audience. Let's spin this around here. Suck. Blackout! Jesus Christ. Oh, what is... That way. Lemon berry. You know what I'm saying? Out the can, nigga. That's how we do it. So, yeah. We live. Um... So, what are we dealing with today? We got a lot of um, things to cover as far as the hip-hop tea. We'll be getting into that at some point. Yeah, tonight. next week we'll have the medicated iced tea back in the building. Oh, yeah. Couldn't make none of this night. I had other things to do. Sorry. But we do got we got other stuff. We got other stuff. Oh, we got edibles. We got edibles. So, shout out to Munchie Brothers. Munchie Brothers um, have these individually packed cookies. Right, and you put them in the oven, and bada boom, bada bing. Fifteen minutes later. Fifteen minutes later. Well, I I think I left them a little bit longer than fifteen minutes, because all on the back. Got looking crit. Look, 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 Friday like Friday likes to destroy shit. If you go back to episode uh, two or three with uh, I think or four with T Grimes, he destroys a perfectly good backwards. Trying to show people what's up. These these are these are alternative facts. Alternative facts. Stop this. President Trumpery. <laughs> but let's get into our guest. Um, listen, this 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 man right here, legend, legend in the game. Um, when I was moving into the city and I first started getting into the scene out here, there was 
a lot of people that were coming out with a lot of hip hop stuff, but this this gentleman dropped a lot of hip hop and R and B at the same time. You know what I mean? Bringing bridging the gaps and and bringing the people sharpening who, both sides of his sword. Exactly. You know, making sure that all the talent who can spit is getting the light as well as the people who can sing. You know what I mean? Um, also, <laughs> video director. Okay, because I've been going through YouTube as I do. Right, I be posting, posting, posting. I post from new to old. I'll find the oldest shit you ever had that you forgot about on, on YouTube and might want to forget about. I'm gonna find that shit and post it. <laughs> so just any Friday's a YouTube hunter. I'm the YouTube whore. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, legendary producer, legendary director. Um, I'm just gonna get to all cut all that long intro shit and just let you know who's in the house here. Rudimental, aka Two Blood Clap Road. Two root, two root, two root. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, people. Hey, 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 hey. So, uh, you know, um, thank you for coming through, man. Thank no you. No problem, man. I always support, and it also helps me too. So it's not just a one-sided will, you know. Yo, we appreciate uh, it, man. You know what I mean? One of the things that I hashtag regularly when, uh, when I'm online, which is regularly, um, is, is bigger than us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I feel like you're somebody who understands that philosophy as a producer. You know what I mean? Not being the guy who's like always in front of the, the, the camera and the spotlight, because that's, mm -hmm. the, that's the, the singer and the rapper. Like, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We're the ones who are more the attention whores than, than the, the, the man behind the board. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But the man behind the board has to be like, able to facilitate all of these people's attitudes and stuff like that and then still create magic and when i listen to songs like thinking about thinking about yo that shit bought fucking tingles bro <laughs> yo how did you hook up with snow um <laughs> snow man that's easy snow's been cool peoples from from time i don't even know how the first hookup was but snow's been around because i also worked on his um there's another album project we started on around the same time I was working on that record. So mm -hmm. that's how we ended up on that record. Yes. Thinking About You Before It Ended Up With Him had all kinds of different people in that same spot. Mm -hmm. And I also tried different people doing the hooks. So whether it's from In Essence was doing, they did a hug. Mm -hmm. And had other people in there. I'm forgetting the names of the people we had in there. But um, Snow's worked for us and we decided to go with the snow and that was it so mm -hmm. working on projects with him um that's how all that started too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so you guys like have like some stuff in the talk that like nobody's heard yet there's lots of stuff i mean through by doing that i, I was doing an interview for bet okay and um mc shan mc shan was in the house and um, he jumped in the middle of the interview. I was like, holy crow, this is MC Shan in the middle of the interview. Rick. I'm like, I got MC Shan with his arm around my shoulder like, what's up, Rudy? Because he really like You already know who you were. Yeah, so he really like he really liked all the music, what we were doing for Snow. Besides, it was, it was tough and it was, I remember it was tough and it was really different. It was on some shit. Mm. It was really on some shit, but it never, saw the light of day because his manager at the time wasn't doing business the way she was supposed to do business because right. she you know we had a, a verbal agreement and i said pretty much everything that you say verbally just put it on a piece of paper and we sign off we're good we can continue to finish it right so we got six songs deep 
And yeah, I, I had to I had to pull the brakes at some point. And it had nothing to do with snow, it just had to do with the management. Mm-hmm. In the way not doing stuff properly. Did you get that? Did you get that? Who got that? Uh, yeah. 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 Shit happens. <laughs> we can't let that one slide. Shit happens. Shit happens. It does happen. It does happen. It's happened to me in the sometimes, so I can't even front. What can you say? Not to interrupt your story, but yeah, yeah. you know that time when you're like rolling up a spliff and you only have like you, well, you have a nice thank God we have more yeah. than just that amount of weed. Oh, there's yeah. one right underneath the chair. Right? It's right there, yeah. The, the, the worst is when you're in your in your yard and you have carpet fun. Yeah. You have all the weed crushed up. You're ready to go. The blunt is fucking unraveled. You're going to be smoking the little fine hair. And oh, shit, bro. Just for the floor. Everything in the ground. Trust the rest me. is for the homies. <laughs> the rest is for the homies. But, yo, continue, continue, man. Sorry Back for my, my, my blunder. Um, yeah, pretty much the bottom line is manager just didn't want to put everything that you told me verbally that you want to do. Mm-hmm. I have no problem. I totally agree with it. No problem. Let's go. Sure. But now if you can't put that on a piece of paper, exactly what you're saying, line for line, mm-hmm. and send it to me to sign so we can continue doing business properly, right. so I have my security and part of the work, so I don't do all this work, and then you're going to go fuck off on me and shit. So, yeah. You got to get the paper right. Yeah, the paper so, right there. yeah, so I had to put a pause on that. No, it had no nothing to do with snow. Me and snow still good. Actually, we're talking now about doing some new new stuff like recently. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I just spoke from a couple of days ago. That's right, blessed. So, yeah, and I I got some cool ideas from him, and that's what I really wanted to get across is the ideas. You mm-hmm. mean everybody else is out there doing stuff, but. Me mentally as a producer, I like to innovate. Like I like to bring something new to the table right, instead right. of following what everybody else is. Justin Bieber is doing that. Let's do that. Nah. Yeah, if he's yeah. doing that, that's cool. That's a good guideline. Yeah. But do, do some, two steps ahead. Do something that's going to make that different and make it your own in a certain way. And just yeah, try to be as original as possible. You well, know? a lot of people don't realize that hmm. the people who make the most are the ones who actually cut an original path through all the people who are copycatting everybody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then everybody starts copycatting what original thing they came up with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But you have to come up with something original for people to fucking copy in the first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or and hence why I stopped doing beat tapes and handing beat tapes out to people too. Uh. Just the, the biting. For the era I come from is, your biting is not allowed in my yeah. era, right? So, the, this new era, I guess, even work with working with the majors, they want your BTDs, mm. they want to give it to this person or their producer, and then they tell their producer, hey, can you remake this, remake that? Yeah. And the era I'm from, too, that, doing that is a little bit different, too, because if you, you're out there, and you're slipping, right. you might, that producer might run up on you and punch you in the face in the street, mm-hmm. like, so it's stealing that, you're taking food out their belly. No, this is fact. Right. This is fact. So, I mean, that's the era I'm from anyway, so that's just how passionate I am about my stuff. I just, if I'm creating stuff, I'm up at 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock, how, whatever hours it is that I'm doing creating this stuff, mm-hmm. it's, I'm going to have a problem with someone just coming up one second and just stealing that after I put in all that work oh, for sure. to help that get there, you know what I mean? Just like samples, why certain people, when it comes to sampling, mm-hmm. if you're not taking a sample, and making it something new and right. you're stealing the person's music and just putting the 808 and the hi on top of it, that's some bullshit. There's you a mean? question I'm gonna ask you about sampling in a second. What? But um mm-hmm. before I ask you that question, mm-hmm. what I want to know when you were when you were explaining <laughs> this, mm-hmm. what's your opinion on the whole beat leasing thing? 
on the what thing? Beat leasing. Beat leasing. You know these guys, they're online. You can find them on SoundCloud. You can find them basically on any platform that you're on and they'll be advertising beats for $10 lease, right? Get full rights for whatever amount. What's your opinion on that? Because I've talked to other producers and they say they, that these motherfuckers water down the game. Do you agree with yeah. that? They say it's fucking up the game. Yeah. But, um... I, like, niggas can literally go there, go get a beat for like 10 bucks, and then just hug it. So how good is the beat but, but, for $10? Well, so fire, dog. And they're fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, they're fire out there. Yeah. But these niggas are selling it for like dirt cheap. It, it's a, it's, it's, a lease. It's, it's a new era, too. Yeah. Right? So, at least so, so you don't own it. It's they a can new lease era, it to somebody so you can't else. Come in like a dinosaur mm. and trying to bring it back to that era on what these kids are finding to create for whatever they need, however they need to find to create what they need to create now. Right. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, it's not even my place to even complain. I'm still doing business the way I do business. Right. If another producer is doing business that way and they find their way of making things happen for them that way. There's no need for me to hate on that. I'm quite confident in, in my skills and my, my work that I'm not worried about that. All the power to them on doing that. But what most kids I know, the problem they, they run into with that is, okay, they write a nice song and they actually want to release it. Mm. And when you go to release it, if that money is not matching what this person is saying they want to give you the rights to actually go and put it on iTunes now. Right. Yeah, you're stuck. You're gonna you're gonna have to find somebody to remake that beat. But like legally, if you make somebody, if you write a song on a beat, mm. that actually whatever you write belongs to that beat. The publishing also belongs to that beat. Oh. A lot of people don't even know that. You hear me? So at the end of the day, so this man will give you knowledge. You know man, that you so don't know about hidden hidden gems. Knowledge is power. Hidden exactly. <laughs> you can't tell me you wrote to my beat and you put it on somebody else's beat. Because I'm going to be coming for my royalties. <laughs> Basically, that's your bars now. Yeah, and then it's not my bars, but if what I created helped you to create that piece of work right mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. yeah, it's part of the publishing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this argument that can be made for that too, right? These guys could be like, yo, I've been wrote that shit when I was in the Bing and I was just waiting for the right beat when I came home. Right, right, right. And yeah. you know, yeah, you could have wrote some of that, yeah. but you didn't write all of that. Yeah. You didn't write all of that car. You know that beat made you get those one, two extra connecting lines that you weren't connecting before. I can guarantee yeah. that. It's just, it's, it's just how and how the individuals choose to agree upon the final part of the business. Mm. That's what it is at the end of the day. Now, what I wanted to ask about with the samples, mm. one track I did find mm-hmm. was this Maestro track. These eyes. The greatest story of all time. These okay? eyes. Yeah, let's go. These eyes. Yeah. That track was big. Yeah. What? And the video was fucking off the chain, little man. That X, shit was little colorful. X, little X and my boy Rob Ellsworthy did some um, graphics in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how how much did y'all have to fucking? Is it Gowan? Is it Gowan sample? Nope. Who the fuck is on that sample? That's yet? the guess who, bro. That's the guess who. Guess who? So. Uh, this what makes this this story so it's, it's rock and roll to me because uh, after we did that record, it, that record did really well for Maestro and everything. I was at the Junos and um, at the Junos, I got to meet Loverboy and the Guess Who. So when I met the Guess Who, now I told him who I was and when I did it, like ah, oh, fuck, we lost that. 
We like what you did with the bass line. We like how you put the strings in. We like what you did with the drums. We like how you cut the sample. And Burton Cummins, too. Burton Cummins is no joke. The handshake of pain. That man would take your teeth out. You just walk The handshake of pain. I'm like, okay, no joke. And there were one million plus another billion on top of that percent cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid cool. So getting to meet them now, you see when you sample a record like that, yeah. and they can tell you, and they appreciate the work you put into it, now they hear the bass line, there's a change in the bass line, there's some stuff you did to the chords, you brought in strings, mm-hmm. and you have other stuff happening, and it's working, and they really dug it. And they're getting to eat again. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, Off yeah. of that too. Yeah, because that resurrects their, their, yeah. their bag, yeah. yeah. So I think for me that was one of that was one of the biggest moments for me too as a producer yeah. when you have an original group like the Guess Who that is real rock out with your cock out rock and roll type <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? And they really love and respect the work that you did using their shit. Come on, man. So now validated. Did the record company and I don't know if the involved the producer with like the cost of that type of shit, right? Mm-hmm. Did they have to give them a big bag for that? Uh, Maestro, 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 let me give him a shout out to number one. Maestro is a very yeah, smart individual, man. Mm-hmm. Maestro is very smart and he's articulate. He knows how to do very good business with people. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I think in his dealings with them, I think he got a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. You know, he still paid the bill because Maestro is smart. He knows too if you want to hit. Yeah, and if you want to use a sample, pay for that money, man. Yeah, but 416-9052, that was a sample that I had to flip because mm. they weren't paying for the sample because the original to that sounded way tougher really? than the front. It was disgusting, the original to that. But we couldn't use the sample, so I had to manipulate it and flip it and all that stuff. But it still worked. Man, you know. What's your what's your weapon of choice? And I, also, I'm, I'm, I mean that in like... like you hear people, they use the MPC, there's some mm-hmm. people who are like machine guys. Like mm-hmm. Software. You know what I mean? Fruity Loops guys. Like, what's your weapon of choice? I started out with the MPC, and I started out with the MPC 60, ASR 10. But now, yes. bless you. But now, my weapon of choice really is Machina. Mm. I really I really like Machina. I'm kind of pissed off at uh, MPC because they didn't get on board with them soon enough, yeah, early yeah, enough, yeah, yeah, yeah. because NPC deserves to have that platform, you know what I mean? But they didn't get with the the switch of the new technology and everything right now, you know I mean, what I mean? I've been so, hearing that complaint from, from producers saying yeah. that the NPC is kind of sleeping on the different things that machine can do. Man, I was about to get my NPC tattoo and then they started fucking up. So, machine, it's man, cheap. Extremely cheap, stupid cheap, because for my NPCs, I was paying like three thousand back in the day, three four thousand dollars, depending on who you buy it from. Where you right. get it. Yeah, they were expensive then, and then your ASR expensive then. Mm. Now, when you buy a machine, a kid can go get a machine if you get it off Kijiji. You can get it for two hundred bucks. Really? For machine, you could get the the second one they have probably like under four or five, and then now uh, the one that they have. Which is um, the studio? Mm. That's a thousand dollars, and it comes with sounds and everything. That's just we didn't have that back in when I first started. So now I'm like, any kid that's not making bangers is just lazy yeah. because you have the 
the YouTube and everything where you can find and learn how to do all that. Back then, it and was you don't just, have to go looking for the records a lot of the times. Even if you want to be more authentic, you can go find that. No, go record. going to look for records is good, but you can go on YouTube and whatever you yeah. see. But going to look for records is part of school mm-hmm. for your musicianship. Yeah. Because you're when we were younger, just going out looking at records, we're going off of covers. You know what the album cover looks like. We can't even hear the record. Certain places don't even allow you to listen to the records and yeah, shit. So yeah, yeah. we're going off of like drummers or people you know, musicians you know, or just songs you know. But you're getting the album, you just probably heard of one song. You want to get the album, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're going off of stuff like that. But what hip hop has done for me in that era, as far as like looking for records, it taught me a lot about jazz. Taught me a lot about. All kinds of different genres, African mm-hmm. music, Japanese music, Chinese music, all kinds of different music, Indian music, that, man, I learned so much from. And this is the, the also the great part of living here in Toronto, too. Right, right, That's right, why it makes you a, a monster is accept all these cultures. Yeah. Understand, love and respect these cultures and understand their music, learn their music. It's what it will it's gonna make you an animal compared to what they're doing in America. Yeah. You yeah, mean? yeah, yeah certain yeah. cultures don't even hang out over there. They just black same blacks, white same whites. It's just it's some true. of them don't mix. It's true. Here you have no choice. This is how it is here. And it's you mean, but it's a beautiful songs. but it's a beautiful thing though. Yeah. It's a, it makes you more it's more powerful for you as an individual to understand different people's cultures and respect it and un, like really get it. Mm. It makes you more intelligent. It makes you a better person. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and when yeah. you get to travel the world and go with these people as friends to their country and you know what I mean, eat how they eat, do whatever they do. It's more powerful for you as a human being as, as an individual and just keep yourself closed in this one box of where you live or just one sound. I'm just hip hop and I just listen to hip hop alone. And that's why I did my album mm. like that with R&B on it, with reggae on yeah. it. Because that era back then, was people that listened to reggae was just reggae. People listening to hip hop was just hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Segregated so, genres. Yeah, so I wanted to have, like fuse all those together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also introduce the A&Rs. A lot of A&Rs were saying there's not too much Toronto doesn't have talent and whatever, so I made it my job to, you know, the deal that I really got from Eugene, which how all that started, um, I gotta give this guy Tyrone Solomon a shout out because it's like, I'm a barber. Okay. I started out as a barber, I'm working at Wisdom's Barber Shop and Tyrone used to come there and used to cut his hair. Right. He used to go to Ron's studio now with my barber money and it's it's amazing because I only like it's what, 25 bucks an hour or whatever you're paying for the studio mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and as a kid too I'm tight with my money so I want to make a beat in the hour to most producers that's on fucking heard of yeah, you yeah, know? Almost because people. you have your equipment like with those people back then they have their equipment they can sit there and sit around all day and take long as they want to make a beat yeah yeah but with me man i used to have my cassettes with what i want to sample Mm -hmm. what i want to do whatever and i get in there and i'm working like run and sampling stuff and my beats done pretty much in an hour Mm. or i can do two beats in an hour but i'm not even thinking that that's unheard of or people don't do that or it can't be done i'm not thinking about that i'm thinking that all my producers pretty much that i like do that do it like that. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Yeah. No, but you know, a lot of them, it's not that, uh, that they weren't, because I've heard stories about like Swiss beats and different guys. That, you know, some of the beats yeah, that well, they made. Yeah, Swiss get charged. Hmm? Swiss beat got charged. For what? For stealing sounds and shit. Mm. Oh, like off the Triton or off, something like off that. Off the keyboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I when I hear a lot of the, the beats from back in those times, I yeah. thought that you were using a Triton. You know what I'm saying? I, I had a Triton at one point, but not for that album. Mm. It was the ASR, ASR 10, and it was the MPC 62. Okay. And with the 62, you couldn't take a sound and go, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Now, once you hit that note, bam, it's all poly all the way through, bam, it just goes consistent. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. with some of these songs with the bass lines, say like G Knight's Kiss of War yeah. on that album, that bass line, I made fully by cutting up the notes. Boom, 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 boom. So if I want a long note, I'm doing a long note, and mm. so I just can't. So I had to sample all my notes in there, play them just like that. But not knowing that people like, oh, you, like this is the MPC back then. A lot of people just thought you would just use it for the drums alone. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's what but I'm thinking, right? With kids and pretty much just being creative and wanting to get the music out of your whole soul. We always find a way, regardless. Like right. my man Blast, I gotta shout him out because man, Blast is a mentor to a lot of heads here, mm. and one of the most unselfish individuals. Blast is from a group called Split <coughs> Personality, okay. so he worked with uh, Dream Warriors and all those yeah, yeah, people yeah. from Beat Factory and stuff. And um, when he had his studio, man, a lot of us that he knew made beats. He had us come into a studio and taught us stuff and you know what I mean let us make beats and whatever I made apples giving you a taste uh-huh. at his studio really you know I mean? and this dude man yo I Shout made that beat apple. <laughs> giving you yo, some love for later you gotta, oh, you gotta give the swag boss a shout out yep, for sure. but yeah so this dude I made the beat in his, in his studio and the equipment is heavy mm-hmm. but even when I make beats, I go to give him money, pay him for it, and he'll smack that money the fuck out, man. Like, I don't want your shit, you're talented, so I want you to, you can make beats, blah, blah, blah. So he allowed a lot of us mm. to use his studio. You know I mean? Where most producers is really selfish yep. or just don't have the time to even have that kind of heart, yeah, to be yeah. real. You yeah, know because you're in there learning at the same yeah. time. But he mentored a lot of us and taught a lot of us a lot that's of shit. That's blessed. You yeah, mean? Yeah, that's so, super blessed. Yeah, so I mean, I. I can honestly say I wouldn't be as dope as I am if I didn't meet him mm. in my life, really. You know what I mean? Shout out to was Jane and Shepard. That's yeah, where that's it was. Spotless. You know what I mean? But I may mean, giving you a taste there, and he would pack up this whole studio, mm-hmm. bring it down to Wesley Sound, dump it there. You know what I mean? That's a lot of time and a lot of love, really, when I look at it. Yeah. For someone to do that with their own time and equipment, and no real money was coming out for us to do this. We're just doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that shit is yeah. lost, man. Like people don't do that shit anymore, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like take care and like try to see somebody cultivate their talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yo, like, I find in this city people don't like to share information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real. It's, it's, it's but it's the business too. Business pretty much here. Even with doing my album, man, like, all I was told when I did my album was Soken. And there's so much more than Soken out there for you to make money. Oh, for sure. I mean, if you if you have an independent label or you own your masters and you don't know nothing about Connect, 
then don't tell me you're doing anything in this business. You're not doing nothing, really. You know what I mean? You just tell me about SoCan. You got this little one song out named SoCan. You're not talking to me about Connect. You don't know about CMRA or Sodrac or these different yeah. companies. And these places are all a check that shows up to your door for mm -hmm. your music yeah. that would also inspire you also to make more music and also teach you what you can do next, how to make more from here and there and all mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, a lot yeah. of artists don't have their business right, man. Like it's it's, it's no, but 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 to to help them pass what I went through because I didn't just know it like that. Mm. I got screwed like a lot. You know what I mean? Okay. So a lot of mistakes. Not even just I can't even say it's my mistakes. It's a lot of just growing and yeah. me. I was really busy, just always working in the studio consistently. Right. Just busy, 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 and I was trusting my team. Mm. You know what I mean? So. Well, one part, my daughter was on the way, so I let these guys know, okay, listen, we're not, it's not a joke, very serious thing to me it's, here. It's this is first, first kid, so for me, I'm like nervous and I want to make sure I have everything right and if I'm doing this music, whatever, I don't want anything taken away from that. I want everything to be on Proper. point. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I'm working and I haven't seen any real checks yet. Mm. You know I mean, even what I signed for wasn't even a lot of money. You mean a little bit of money just to keep the headaches low and to get going? And this is in Canada. Yeah. So, if you don't mind me asking, what kind of advances are they giving for that type of? Because oh, you have like a production deal going on, no? No. You know what? Because I was working with someone like Eugene, which is Moms and Pops, Platy Records. I'm not expecting a budget like like I would get with a Universal mm. or EMI or anything like that. That's major, Sony, right. what have you, and. <coughs> So, yeah, man, it wasn't a lot of money. Like, oh, I had some bills to pay, rent, whatever. Yeah, we just took care of some business mm. and got to go get get got to the business. Because now, from there with someone like him now, okay. um, if he's trusting me to, to put out, actually put out records for me, I got to come with some hits. He believes in me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For so sure. I got to make sure that I bring it to the table. So he trusted me to do everything. I didn't have to check in with him about whatever. Whoever was going downstairs in the basement to the studio, he was like, he knew it was going down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So whether it was Glenn Lewis, Jellystone, Latoya Miranda, Chaos, whoever, all these heads, Chaos. everybody's going down to the basement and we're just banging stuff out. Right, you know right, I mean? right. And then right. when Eugene comes in here, and oh, wicked boy! Especially when he heard Buy Your Love. Oh, man. Uh, so, we, specifically, where is this? There's the basement in Play D. Play D record. That has a studio. Because I know about this, right? But for mm -hmm. our audience mm -hmm. who's listening, because I get a lot of listeners that are coming in from Europe, dude, all over. Play the records? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, but we know about young, all these young, the young location. Yeah. The original yeah, the young yeah, location. Right? Yeah. We know about all these different things, right? Yeah. Um, or... Like some of us know about all these different. Things. I never knew Play the Records had a studio. They're, in even it. a new one, they're, they're trying to build a studio in a new one. Nice. Right. So I used to go there to buy like concert tickets and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. They yeah. sell yeah. equipment now, so I yeah. recommend anybody want to start. They sell the machine there. They sell whatever. You know, and even going back to the equipment, weapons of choice. Mm. Just have to say that kids can make things on anything, whatever your your heart desires, your soul for making music, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be what I'm saying I right. make it on. And you can go, I've heard people make some crazy, but 
bangers on GarageBand. Mm. You know what I mean? Shout out my boy Colin Riley. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Colin Riley, he does, um, he's actually signed on to me, but not fully, not like exclusive. Right. I put out a record with him with a dude from Virginia by the name of Big Baby, aka Jason Alias, who was on Timbaland's first album okay. as Jason Alias as well. Mm-hmm. Right? We got a record out called mm-hmm. I Got You. And, um, yeah, Colin, when I first heard some of his beats, was on GarageBand. Mm. Sounded stupid. He was doing crazy stuff. Because to me, I'm working on machine. I look at GarageBand like, yeah. Yeah, like software. Yeah. And even before I got on machine, my boy, Toronto Organics, uh-huh. Fizzle, yeah, him, he was telling me about machine consistently. And I was like, fuck that. That's an NPC wannabe. Fuck mm, those yeah. And like he brought me to his house, set yeah. it up, and was playing me some beats he made on there. I was like, damn, that shit sounds clean and dirty at the same time. <laughs> Sick. Well, think about this man's like um, Boy Wonder who was getting crazy up on Fruity Loops from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And made his career pretty much yeah. off of stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that new generation yeah. is pushing in like, yo, you know what? We ain't got no money to go get all this hardware and shit. Nothing wrong with that. Boom. Let's just get this shit popping yeah. on the software. Yeah. I have a question that popped up on um, on my uh, live here. Yeah. Um, shout out to AJ Atmosphere. He's the winner of the $100 iTunes gift card from the okay, uh, cool. YouTube channel. So That's blessed. Big up to him, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he wants to know what your thoughts are on the 360 deals. My thoughts on the 360 deals. Um, I was being real, I'm just thinking about it, just being real honest about it because Mm, look at the it, 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 it kind of depends on, on what you really want. You hear about the 360 deals mm-hmm. and what they are and whatever, you know, but some people do it to get out Just there. To get on. Yeah. Get on, get out there, and it depends on pretty much how long you negotiate that deal for. Mm. You know, you make that sacrifice pretty much to get out there by the machine, yeah, and yeah. hopefully by the time that contract's pretty much supposed to be over you're going to renegotiate you might get a better situation because you put in the work and you come off as someone that's valuable to the machine to the business um so it it, it really depends you know and even now when i say 360 deal that's on what you may want because technology now you don't really have to go sign that deal with the machine you know because all you have to do is just be independent Go do TuneCore, I'm on the Believe Digital, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, or find these other digital companies out there that you can actually sign your, your company, independent company up with, and just make good music, be happy making music without having a contract that has your brain all frazzled and you're making doo-doo because <coughs> you don't like your situation and shit. Yeah. Right now, just be happy making your music, make your music, put it out to the world. Yeah, and you know the thing is, a lot of people, they start off with this independent buzz, yeah. get mad views on YouTube and everything, yeah. their shit is lit and they're raw, mm-hmm. and then they get signed, and then, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Look at Fetty Wap, yeah. where the fuck is he? Yeah. 
he's in a 360, and for the people who don't know what a 360 deal is, that's when the record label doesn't only just get what you get from um, the record they sales. They get a piece of everything. everything. They get a piece of everything. You sell a fucking t-shirt, the record, the record company gets a Basically, a nickel bag is sold in the park they want in. They want, you sell a nickel bag, they want $3. So, they on their Frank White. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? A nickel bag is sold in the park they want in. Well, so, they're not making money with the music like they used to make money with the music because technologies now make things made things a little difficult. Mm-hmm. So, on that end, sure. But two, looking at, I'm not on anybody's side here, but just trying to make everybody understand business too, looking at the amount of money that goes into getting you on radio, mm-hmm. on that number one spot, and all this stuff that they're putting in. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, it, it just all depends on what you really want because, uh, yeah, it's expensive. You well, know what I mean? If you have something that can break through and it cuts and it breaks for you, that's 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 the glory. True. You know what I mean? True. But when you really have to start paying for things, like how a label pays for stuff, yeah, you'll see what it is. You know what I mean? So, but if you just want to put out your music, yeah, people do find it. But, you know, come up with innovative ideas, creative ideas of how do you want to market your stuff. Don't copy what other people do. Just do something creative and make sure your stuff stands out. You want to stand out and not be that that mirror, that copy. Like, no, nah, you want to be something that, man, if, if, if I'm green, you want to be purple you know, or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? So always try to be different with everything that you do have an angle have something to it that you stand out not on some corny stuff though but on who you really are if that's corny or however your music comes out really is who you kind of are oh, you mean so if your stuff's a little cheesy do some homework hey. the next batch of music if it's still it cheesy, only get better listen this nigga's named ugly dog out there or ugly god who's making hella money mm-hmm. i've never heard of the guy motherfuckers look geeky as shit yeah right yeah but people love his tunes got millions of fucking views on youtube mm-hmm. and a nigga is as corny as he wants mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. yeah. and there's so. different music out there for, for everybody there's like some stuff that i might other i don't know that. but you can't always brush everything off because there's people out there that Straight will up. like that stuff that you think is whack corny or whatever but so the thing is with the corny i'm talking about like not in the way where, because I'm not even a okay, fan of the music, but like, he's, he's like a guy who, he's not overly thug, he doesn't have all this machismo, and he's cool with that. Yeah. And we're in that age, where like, the younger rappers and stuff like that, they're, a lot of them are more free. You know, a lot of people have an issue with it, you know what I mean? A lot of the old schoolers, like, yo, why are these guys acting so, you know, fruity and whatever? Mm-hmm. But a lot of these kids are just doing whatever the fuck they want to do, and they don't have to, like, because before you had to be a thug. To be in to, to, to you know to be respected in rap. So then you had the guys who come in and do shit that they weren't even fucking yeah, talking about shit they weren't even yeah, doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Faking the funk. Faking the funk and then getting themselves into situations mm-hmm. post being in rap that yeah, they weren't like in Jesus. before. Yeah. 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 Slim, Slim Slim Jesus. Jesus. All this shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just because they feel feel that they have to play the thug role to be able to get any kind of notoriety. You know yeah, and you wanna do that trap music, you know like you're really doing trap you don't really trap then you go to chicago welcome yeah niggas just fucking murder each other welcome welcome to reality that like wow like let's film that one yeah so you know Mm. another question i have (coughs) 
crazy, man. Ooh. Video directing. Yes. How did you get into that? And like, because I'm watching some of these videos and I'm like, holy shit, this nigga did this video too. Holy fuck. Okay, so. You got a lot of hats, bro. Um, it's, and I do encourage all my friends and people that I do mentor and work with that I tell them, like, you're going to end up doing this yourself anyway. Yes. Because when I shot my first couple, first video, I think it was, um, we, we shot Innovations and um, When You're Hot, You're Hot back to back. Mm. Right? That's so, why, that's why there's a part in Innovations. Yeah. When, no, in, when you're hot, you're hot. Oh. There's, when they drive past Socrates mm-hmm. and um and Pharaoh Munch mm-hmm. and almost uh, knock them off the road, Jelly mm-hmm. Jelly stole in the car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's like a prelude to there's gonna be another Easter video. Egg. Yeah, that was me in the car. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But either way, with that video now, mm. we kind of ran into problems, and it's just, I was kind of I was young, but I knew what I wanted. You know what I mean? So. What happened with that? The video director told us the the script was going to be one way for innovations to where we're going to be pulling each other out of the scenes and okay. stuff like that. And then you know I'll be pulling Farrell March while he's rapping move out of one scene and yeah, yeah. the next location, right? And different things like that, you know, socks, all that, you know. So on the day of the video now. We know this is me, Socks, Farrell, all in the huddle. Right. There's no monitors. We're not dumb dumb, see what I mean? Yeah. How are you gonna, you know, if you can't see the last shot or see whatever, the next one? you know what I mean? And then also with, this, with the direction, there's no real direction. We're shooting here at this spot, whatever, whatever. Mm. It's time for you to do you and perform. Right. You know what I mean? So we just said, you know what? Just make the performance crazy. Yeah. And I just told my don't worry, I'll make sure everything, the editing, all that's okay because this is Socrates, which is one of my favorite, pretty much my favorite in Canada as top rapper, mm-hmm. especially Sox. at that time. Mm-hmm. And Pharaoh Mons, like to what me, year that's, is this? that's a god like what year is this? Of rap. Um, this is 97, okay. around 97, 97, 98. All right. And um, yeah, so we're shooting this video. And um, yeah, it might be ninety-seven. Yeah, ninety-seven. So we're shooting this video, performance, blah blah blah. Performance good. Get the footage, cool, whatever. Jellystone, same thing. Right. Now with the Jellystone video, um, Jellystone came to my Muay Thai class right. and learned Muay Thai like he learned real fast because right. we want. We had we we did this fighting scene on the, on the balcony. Yeah, he's fucking niggas up in that video. Yeah, so we <laughs> we're fighting on, we're fighting on the balcony, and my instructor is there, whatever, whatever. So we told each other right before the shot, like, yo, we'll man up. We're gonna take some blows just to make it look good, like, and we're serious, like, we're not joking, like, because uh-huh. we're serious about film at that time too. Mm. So even before the shooting of the video, we're nervous. I'm like, man, I want to make sure. Acting game is right and doing yeah. all that stuff right yeah, because, yeah, yeah. like, man, we're using 35 millimeter. Like, man, we were like, we we wanted to have wow. the right quality. You mean so? We have this fight scene, all that, boom, 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 came out great. Footage comes, it's dark. Oh, it's bleak. 
So you can't after all the lumps and bumps you can't see for the can. scene. Oh man. So we like had the motherfuckers who had to take lumps are like, oh we gotta do this again. <laughs> no 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 I really, no no, we're big boys, but yeah, I mean we want the film to look right. Yeah. So we had to have a reshoot now to reshoot the ending of the video. Mm. So in that video when you see um, Jelly come up the stairway with with the girl and all that and then you hear the guy <coughs> the gunshot the cut 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 before the explosion and all that all right um that was just the way they chose to end the video and do that like the no huh. fighting scene whatever that was just the end of so that so you guys filmed it twice and they didn't use it uh they couldn't use it man it they the couldn't first time it was dark it was messed up man well, they only got the stuff when we came when he first comes out the car Cause I know there's a there's a scene when he first. No, all that all that's cool. And that car too was uh that's Snow's Mercedes. Mm. Yo, <laughs> bum, bum, bum. They, that's the first time I ever really rode in a real Mercedes. Too big up Snow. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because that on the road, I felt no bumps, no nothing. It was just smooth. You couldn't even hear. It was just mm-hmm. bananas. That's why I'm like, oh, trust me. This is what the difference is with yeah. this. It's like. <laughs> In the other car, you're bang, bang, bang. Yeah, nah, not in that shit. Not in the real Mercedes. Yeah, not yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. So, big up Snow for that experience. Yeah, That's man. Crazy. Man so rolls we, up and he fucking pulls out the the guy comes up next to the to the door to the Mercedes. <laughs> box off the Mercedes. Yeah. That's Jellystone when you hot your hot. Uh, Too rude featuring Jellystone when you hot your hot. If you want to look bro. for the video we're talking about, but yeah. Trust me. Have you ever DJed before? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, no, we talking on. about this, this video stuff. Okay, so, go, go, go. let's finish. Mm. So, with the video mm. stuff now, um, the, the directors give us the edit. <laughs> and with the innovations, it was just two pieces of film slapped together, not moving with the music. It was just shots, shots, yeah. shots. I was like, wow, this is, I'm like, I was like, I snap on a lot of people's videos and shit. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to like look like that. I'm not going to go out like that. So listen, give me all the footage. Right. And back then it was like VHS. So oh, I said, yeah, give me all the true. footage. Yeah, no, but you with the say. with the numbers on it. And I sat there and went through all the shots and I'm writing down numbers and shit and. Wow. Man, but that's how we got it done. Yeah. Like if I now when I go back and look at that paper and see all the little shit and numbers and. The, the, the part for the intro. You have that paper and so you should that, frame that. I, I have it because I just ran into it when I was just If you have that, man, frame that, man. Yeah, man. Trust me. Like, that frame video, that. That's yeah, some work crazy. right there. The video came out dope after yeah. because it has all the ways that the, the screens are splitting while the man and them are rapping. So, like, yeah. you'll see, like, Farron Lunch in one screen and then, boom, it splits to the next screen yeah. and, like, it, like, in blocks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Socrates will start. Hey, well, it was dope. Yeah. yeah. So, you, you so, handled all the editing for so that. So, we went in and re-edited the mm. video and all that other stuff and still big up the director kevin defreitas either way because you know i know him you, yeah, you yeah. kind of kind of have to understand then too me i was just very serious about what i wanted i knew what i wanted and i pretty much kind of knew how to get there too mm. you know I me mean? just by looking at even how the editing on the screen was it looks just like how logic looks right with the lines, put it there, what, whatever you want, and wherever you want, that kick at, whatever, and the snare, boop, yeah. back. So my boop and my bat, my picture is 
one shot there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and back is the next shot there, whatever I want, and whatever a long note is, is a long. Uh, so for me, I put it that way into like music, how I want my edits yeah, to come across. Sick. So now it has to move with the music. It's yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. So you, like as a director now, you have to, yeah, you're trying to make this artist or the person's music, you're trying to bring it to life. Yeah, you yeah. mean it in a certain Definitely. way. And you know, even now, if you look at how I would edit a, a video like Caleb's, um, oh yeah. That's another person I wanted to get into, so good, nice, continue. Um, shoot, I'm just still look, cutting into, not making my point first, finish that first. Yeah, innovations video. Um, innovations video, anyway, anyway with the edits, um, we did the edits. Called in Jelly. Mm-hmm. Jelly and I did the edits for When You're Hot, You're Hot. Right, right. And made sure we liked everything and it was dope. Right. But we didn't want them to. They had a video release party premiering the videos, mm. but didn't invite us. Fuck. So I was like, what the fuck, fuck is this? That's you whack, yo. So I was like, okay, that's some bullshit. So, no problem. So, this is when we were with EMI. Right. Jody from EMI, who's mad cool, by the way. Peace out. What's up, Mr. Jody? For me and my, um, he gave them a call with me and Three Way on the phone saying, right. "Listen, we don't want you guys to air that video because how we want to premiere, we have a different marketing plan of how we want to premiere the Jellystone when you hot, you hot because it has that feature in the innovations that's already out there." Right. And we want to set up a certain way of how we're going to release that with Jelly and everything too. Right. Plus, that's Jelly's first video as well. You mean? Really? So, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So wow. for me, I wanted everything to be right because that's my bro. Shout mm-hmm. him out to. I don't you know, know why I was thinking that Jelly had videos before that, but yeah, you're right. That yeah, was the first time. That big deal. Yeah. Is that yeah. the first video after he signed that? The, 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 the deal with Warner. Yeah. The, uh, wasn't that money came by? Yeah, money came by. Yeah, yeah, that was the. I thought that was his first video. I that's guess. what I thought was his first video. Nobody was. It was, was your time. video. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want yeah. everything to be right because, you know, I respect uh, his management, Chris Taylor and all those people. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, very meticulous about how they want their stuff to be, too. So, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, that's, that's respect. Yeah. So <clears throat> from that experience in editing and doing that with the videos, mm-hmm. um, when they had their video premiere, I got a phone call from somebody saying, oh, man, the Jelly Stone video is crazy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? And I'm at that spot with Grimmy Grimmy at the time, too, mm-hmm. right? Shout so, out to Yeah, so I'm at the spot with them, and we're like, oh, man, you know, I think we should go down there. Mm. And, you know, it, it's... At the time, too, we were young, but it was also pretty disrespectful because you spoke to the head of the project at EMI right. that asked you not to play the video, but and you pretty still, much to us said, fuck you fuck guys, and we're going to play your shit and whatever, because they want to take credit, and you want to take a lot of credit, too, for a video you didn't even edit. You, in the first place, you fucked fuck up. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and then yeah. now, after... We get it looking right. You want to use it to get more jobs. I, I get all that too, but you know what I mean. Less. And a, a big ugly scene happened. You know what I mean. Even to where I, I jumped up on a table and all that. You know what I mean. But huh. you know when I jumped up on a table, it was really just me being real passionate and just upset about the fact that you really disrespected like that. After you know, we went through all this yeah. just to get this video done. 
all this headache and everything. You know what I mean? It got yeah. kind of ugly. You know what I mean? To that degree, but I didn't expect anybody else to understand my passion at that time. I'm just young and just upset and just full of of a lot of just, you know what I mean? Rage. People have to know, my motherfuckers is mad, motherfuckers is mad. Shit. Yeah, but, you know what I mean? People sitting there just saw this kid just running up just like, you know what I mean? "Ah!" It was like, whoa. That's like a fucked up Canadian story, right? One of the questions we always Uh, ask is, do you have any fucked up American stories, fucked up Yankee stories? Mm, like, well, a lot of people don't know I was raised there, went to school there pretty mm, much shit. all my life, right? So, but I was Canadian, right. out there running track too, big up Unidale, Carlton Hayes, you know, my boy Richard Trishler, Rob Epna, Robert Cumberbatch, uh, boys that taught me like a lot on the drums and shit yeah, like that yeah, too, yeah. you know? Um, uh, anyway, so like, cause you know, crazy, crazy stuff over there. You want to talk about? Like, there's always there's crazy stuff all over the world. Or somebody that you meet that you're like, yo, I used to fucking hear your shit, and I thought you were such a dope motherfucker, and now when I meet you, you're a fucking dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or you did some weird shit that I that just like I can't erase from my fucking brain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man, oh man, oh man. Okay, I'll do something real, but it happened here. It oh. happened here. It happened here. Hey, okay. And it was, this side um, of the border. Oh uh, yeah, I'll it happened here. This side of the border. <laughs> and, Already just wants the dirt. Um, uh, shoot, shout out Lil X. Mm. I got invited to when um, Lil X was shooting a video for The Rock and Wyclef. Yeah, yeah, that was done here. Uh, that's a so, funny video. Oh man, it's, it's crazy. Um, I got to meet Jerry Wanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jerry is mad cool. Shout out Jerry Wanda. Mm. Retarded. Um, what's his sister's name? She sings as well. Oh, uh, Milk. Is it Milky Sedek? Milky Sedek. Yeah. yeah. Mad cool, shout her out too, bananas. Um, who else? Okay, so some I'm, edibles. I'm, I'm talking about now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smart. Yeah, um, I said no, no edibles for um, me. So I get a chance now to to say what's up to Wycliffe. Mm. Oh man, crazy! I'm a big fan of Wycliffe. Like mm-hmm. he said, I have every every last one of his albums, like really crazy. You right, know what right, I mean? right. Carnival, boom, boom, boom. Still one of my favorites. Oh, oh the, the skits off that too, just bananas. You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole, yeah, retired. That was a big album. Yeah, stupid album. So, man, he just like man, I real just ignorant. Or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm shooting a video. Can you see I'm shooting a video? Oh man! All right, <laughs> cool, peace. Deuces. Yeah. Oh man. You know I mean, but but for me, I was kind of upset though because I'm like, man, I'm like a big fan. Like man, I'm a big, 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 big fan. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I like yeah. the guy's work. I like his story. The fact that he's from like Haiti, all that stuff, mm. and I like the fact that he incorporated 
music and his language into some of his songs. Yeah. Even though I didn't understand what the fuck he was saying, I yeah. still bought the album and fucking loved it. You know what I mean? And I'm singing back the language of shit that I don't even know what I'm Learned saying. Haitian off yeah, the album. Yeah, off of the album. <laughs> but that experience was like, wow. Yeah, that was really, that was upsetting. Yeah, sometimes they, 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 just, they, they do some fuck shit, you know mm. what I mean? My best one in, in America mm. was running into Biz Markie. Haha, <laughs> At the Wendy's on 42nd Street. Okay. Um, yeah, and just saying what's up to Biz Markie and how cool he was, like, like mad cool. I think I saw him in the tunnel and he remembered me being a kid out there saying what's up to him. I'm like, that's stupid. Cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like simple, just simple stuff like that. Mm. That's crazy. For sure. But you know, an, another person that taught me early in this business to also be very good to your fans. You know I mean you know if you if you want to look at your fan, every fan, sorry to say too, is a dollar. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So if you disrespect one fan and look at his family behind him, that's you know one dollar minus. 10, 15, yeah. 20 people, yeah. 50 people that comes with that person. Yeah, you mean? person so, will tell somebody else something they like. Yeah. Oh, word of mouth. Yeah, and you got to understand that Yeah, your fans, they really like you for your music and all <coughs> that, so you kind of have to show them some kind of love and, you know, and yeah, be cool with your fans. You can't be ignorant That's towards right. your fans, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the number one person that taught me that was when Mandela was here, mm. Maestro. Maestro was getting chased down the street, people pulling out his shirt and stuff like that. And I'm ready to get mad and like defend him. And he's like, nah. He's the one that taught me that. He goes, no, man, you can't. Nah, fans. You can't treat your fans like, even if they're going to pull, rip even if they're going to rip your shirt off. Mm. Yeah, you just always got to be cool with your fans. You know what I mean? Oh, you can't fun. go punching fans in the hands. Oh, I know, no. you know, I've seen people have it. You know, sometimes I guess some artists have a bad day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And things like that happen, but, you know. If it's a repetitive thing, then you're just a fucking asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trust me. Um, the one one more question I want to but ask. But, yo, no, no, no bad vibes on White Clef. Shout out White Clef. Yeah, you know, shout out White Clef. And all that. That you was might have had a You know what I mean? So it's all good, all love, all that bullshit, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, but you might, you that was my story and my experience, though, with you, bro, bro. No, you know, on some <laughs> real shit. You know what I mean? Still love your music and all that. Hope you, hopefully, one day you give my music a chance and listen to it. You know, maybe one day we can work on some music too. Jerry wanted to like my music. <laughs> what up, Jerry? Nah, <laughs> don't gotta worry. Don't, nobody listens to this show anyway. Only like one or two people. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Friday yeah, yeah, yeah. downplay. I know. Mm-hmm. Yo, oh. I heard this guy said this about that. You better go listen to their show, bro. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'd be, I'd be bumping into people, be like, yo, Bridget, uh that thing that the man and them were saying about such and such. With the, 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 I'm like, holy shit, you fucking really were listening to inside of the fucking episode. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, yeah. That's good, though. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Caleb Simmons. Caleb. Caleb. Yeah, everybody, everybody always gets it wrong like that, though. Yeah, yeah. Caleb. School me on this cat, man. Um, was he from the American Idol? Is it the same dude? Canadian Idol. Canadian Idol. Canadian Idol. Uh-huh. I, remember, I remember one day, I wasn't really even about watching the show at the time, but it was on my TV, mm. and I'm walking by the TV, and I hear this crazy riff. Disgusting. I remember even trying to call Glenn on the phone, like, wow, did you hear this ugly, do you see this kid? Yeah. And, yeah. 
never heard of the kids like since that I think I watched the show and I think after he was voted off I called Farley mm. and I think I did call Zach too and I was like get the kid number look me up the kid mm-hmm. but yeah that that connection didn't happen then right. it was when uh, Maestro again man Maestro 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 <laughs> yeah on some real shit though yeah Maestro mm. With a lot of love and respect, though, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. This is Mike like a man. yeah. So he sent Caleb to my house. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea this was the same kid. You know what I mean? Because Mike was like, "Yo, you should go to this guy's house too." Blah blah blah. And where Caleb was staying was around the corner. I was at um, sure no, it's at Broadview and Queen, mm-hmm. right across from Opera House. I used to book oh. you around those times. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So right across from Opera House, I think myself and Matt Barnes was in the same building, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so Caleb came up, and at this time, too, I was working with uh, Quinn Maybach. Okay. At that time when Caleb came up, so we were working on her project. Caleb came up, and, man, he played me his album project that he worked on right. out of Nova Scotia. I guess it's after he won Canadian Idol, but at this time I still didn't know <coughs> he was the same kid from Canadian Idol yet. Because yeah, his look changed too. <clears throat> I wasn't even there to even put two and two together at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, after listening to the project, man, it, this kid sounded disgusting, and he can do so many things. He can sing. He can beatbox. Man, he can do impressions like crazy, like retarded. Yeah. He's, he's hilarious. He's a very funny, funny dude, too. You know, good dude. Um, so from then, um, I asked him if he was that same kid on Canadian Idol. Mm. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. I was like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Because I was like really praying to like, get a chance to work with this kid. Right. I felt I felt I knew what to do with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, with him, man, our very first record we worked on was just Bananas. Hold on one second. Because I got to do this. I'm not even in the front. I got to ask for it. Huh? I got to ask for it. I don't know. You got a chord for this? Yeah, I got the to ask for it. Okay. Oh, for the seven. Yeah. Oh shit! I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'm scared now, man, because Steve Jobs might be trying to, you know, get too too hectic on us from the grave. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You know. Just talk over the music. Because you know, SoundCloud be trying to be like, yo, you don't have the rights. You know, you can't right. take it down. Well, I own all of this anyway. So. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Tune! Wrong yeah. tune. No, 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 that's not it, by the way. Oh, sneak three. No. Oh. <sighs> and even um, while you're getting the tunes ready, we're going to start getting some hip-hop tea together. I got a few different things to, to talk about that um, have happened within the hip-hop world. How are we doing on tape? Good, just needs to cool down a little bit. Needs to cool down a bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So why are you looking for that? Let's do a quick break. You know Shout what I'm out the boreheads. Shout out the boreheads. <laughs> the, the cameras cool down a little bit. Close, close. Um, 
Let's do a shout out Spoiled Smokers. The Spoiled Smokers Collective, you know what I'm saying? Get at us on Instagram at the at Spoiled Smokers Collective. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alright. Um Shout out Toronto Organics, you know what I mean? Keeping us high. Straight up. (laughs) Straight goods. Strains. Um the spot where we just we smoke the fuck out. Are you gonna do a dab with us? Yeah. Dab life. Oh, that's, a yes. that's a yes, and we have some clean rosin from Toronto yeah, Organics. Toronto Rosin, yeah, run dab. Let's run a dab, yo. Oh, Shit, here you go. And you know, shout out the Boroughheads. You know what I mean? Um, shout out Hip Hop Canada, running the videos and the audio um, up on Hip Hop Canada. They're gonna be launching a new site. Yeah, yeah, that's you, that's you right there. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out R2D2 who's always doing his thing, you know what I mean? Keeping everything cool. Here you go, Friday, knock yourself out. Uh, 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 knock yourself out. Knock yourself out. Let me make sure I put these down right. Yeah, you don't want to drop the beats. Don't drop nothing. These fucking shitty ass beats. Shout out to Dr. Drake. Drop the beats and they'll go into the grave. We're off? No. We're, we're, we're still live. We're still live. We're still live. Oh, that mic. The mics are still live. Hot mic. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, see, I don't know nothing about this, right? So, don't see. Be waiting. So, 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 give us a little explanation here, Herb. So, basically, the rosin is, uh, is just like a heat and pressure. Mm-hmm. So, you take the, well, the LARF is what Toronto. The, the LARF? The LARF. This the is larf. what Toronto Organics calls it, which is the, These guys the have fine the trim. The trim after you grow and you're drying your weed, you're trimming it, this is the bud that you don't sell necessarily, but they're still small buds. So mm. we pressed it in the rosin press and voila, we have this beautiful peanut butter smelling rosin. Boom, so, so come Ruth. No, no, you, what you guys do there first though? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm gonna do an instructional dab first. Oh, oh yeah. As I always do. Okay. You know <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Make sure you somebody don't OD and die first. Bro, this is actually pretty smooth. There's no there's no solvent. It's solventless, so, so this this is still running. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna try Run? to do? I'll catch it on my uh on my camera here, on my on my phone here. You know what I'm saying? What happened, Rude? You're not burning this blood no more. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. I, I, I'm, I'm smart, man. Like, a, you want me to fall asleep? Fall asleep on the show? Like, Catch you a little bit of this dab of shirt. So I've never really dabbed this live rosin. Okay, so like, make sure that I don't do too much air. Fucking knock my ass up. But you want me to go for it. Big old scoop! No, no, we don't. 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 We R2. R2 is at 640. He's always said that. This is what they're, they're set at. So. Oh, yeah. That's very hot. Don't touch. We got the cotton. We got the swabs. Don't worry. We hygienic around here. Actually, I'm going to thank you for reminding me because I'm, like, I'm the first one on this button. This is like the first one I'm hitting for the day. Oh, my family ain't watching. I really know what's going on. We only get like shout out we one and a half people that fucking watch. You know what I mean? Our cameraman, Jay, yeah. Weezy. Yo, well, shout out Beast Mode. You know what I'm saying? What's the next Beast Mode, yo? What's the next Beast Mode? What's the next Beast Mode? What's it? June 24th. Don't be trash. Don't be trash. Don't be trash. You see it? Don't be trash. June 24th. Be there. You know what I'm saying? 
live fucking raps in your motherfucking head top. Alright, do your dab. Let's go. Yeah, Rousey will have him like corrupt. Dab, dab, eat dab, eat dab, 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 like chug, right? Smooth, no? Mm. It's not like the shatter. Yeah, it's still, it's still there's still a little kick, though. <laughs> yeah, it's got a kick because the chronic is fire. Mm. Oh, this guy looks like he's about to hold it. Corrupt! Corrupt! Look, he's rocking. Corrupt! Snap, here he goes. Ah, it's in the chamber. Killer Took a dude, big yeah. dab there, Friday. The cameras are off too, right? The cameras are off? No, oh, we're recording. Oh, shit, <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm good, I'm good. And alright. I'll do a dab after. <coughs> Friday. Friday. Oh. M M M M W D. Miss no, no, me with that. Miss me with that. And if I had a oh, miss me with that one. <laughs> take a quick little break, and we'll come back with some hip hop tea. Burn See, up. world's most smoked out. Yeah, podcast. can you pass me that? I'll stick to. This. Okay, so you got the fresh outfit. Everything's crisp. Jay's cap on point. Jay's on point. You got yourself whatever newest tidy jeans, but then you look down at your sock game, and it's just looking whack, man. It's looking whack. Step your sock game up, B. I can help you do that. You gotta holler at my people at Six Socks Toronto to help you step your sock game up, bro. They got a selection of unique socks and specialty socks for any type of occasion also. So, you know, you can get yourself some Six Spider-Man socks, the dope weed leaf socks with all types of special designs lit. Do remember, check them, Six Socks Toronto. If you wanna get at their Twitter or their Instagram, or and their Instagram, hit them up at at read underscore Craig. That's at R-E-I-D underscore C-R-I-G. That's Six Socks Toronto. Tell them your people from We Love Hip Hop sent them sent you over and uh, you know, they might give you a little discount. Where do you get them from? get back into this uh this talk that we were having oh. Oh. let me let me give a, a couple more of my my favorite that beat was like, produced by one of our guests t yeah. major live on the scene t major in the motherfucking building using an mpc nice. there's a lot of live beats He's actually rapping a live video. Oh boy, here we go with this again. I thought he forgot about this. No, 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 I never forget. Yeah, 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 let him know. Um, Cal, um, Caleb. K. Caleb. Caleb. Simmons. Simmons. With mm-hmm. With a D on the end. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So continue. What, what we're talking <laughs> about with, with this gentleman here. Yeah, let me saying? just play this right quick. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna play like the this is the first record I recorded with him. Uh huh. After he showed up to uh, my spot. He showed up to your door unannounced. Um. Well. Well, he was on. He was told to show up by, but yeah, you didn't know he was coming. I didn't know 
who he was. Maestro kind of gave me a heads up that someone. Yeah, well, obviously, he's gonna, yeah, he's going to tell you mean? someone's coming, but yeah. didn't give you the full yeah gist. the full rundown of yeah who he really, really, really was. Right. So um, yeah, so this is the first record um, I recorded with him. Uh, R.I.P. Soul Fingers. See my tattoo on my arm. This is to my boy Soul Fingers. Played the keys on this. Uh, Kobe James on bass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's off my phone, so I hope you guys can hear it. Yeah, but right. this is called yeah. Been a Long Time. You can find it on iTunes too. This project is called Caleb Simmons. Here I am before the album on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere worldwide. Let's get a little bit, a little piece to our live audience too. You know, to let let them get some. Oh. Just sound like sunshine, fam. <laughs> Fire. Letter. And listen, no disrespect to the to, to the homie Chris Kevin, but um, we have to make sure that Hip hop exclusively running right here. Exclusive. Can you say what you're saying now? So, um, we gotta turn it down because we gotta make sure SoundCloud doesn't shut us down. We run too much music. I own all the rights, so I'm. You know what I'm saying? Super scenes. Yeah, yeah, but like, they'll, they'll take us down first and we won't have the episode up on time. You know what I mean? Okay. But no, don't let's respect the homie. You know what I'm saying? Music right. is definitely dope. Rights given by Rudimental Records. You know what I'm saying? But Here that SoundCloud. 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 When we do post this, don't be taking me down and, and then, I, then make us have to argue with you and then have the audience late on on the facts that's going it's down. It's on SoundCloud here. and you know Rudimental saying? Records. I own all the rights. Um, yeah, so I'm giving all rights to them to use my music. Yeah. So there was something we were chatting about outside that um, that was really intriguing to me. I'm gonna run a quick tune to bring us back to um, to memory. I, I have it here somewhere. Oh, here we go. Fast cue today, getting better. Ah, shout out, Sunny. Hey, yo! Shout out Rob Ellsworthy, the director of the video. Yo, the, the video concept was like it was a different. It was like totally different for its time. Yeah. Yo. Uh, shout out to the the all the cars that showed up. Mm. Hey, we've the uh, Rob and a couple of dudes made a call last minute, and all of a sudden all these 
crazy whips just showed up. I'm like, man, I forgot the name of the squad, but you know, um, if you're listening, please put your name down so we can, you know, what I mean, give you a proper shout out. Hell yeah. Excuse my um, forgetfulness of the name, but thank you guys for showing up for that because that was crazy. That video was lit. Thank you. But the thing that was crazy is like, there was a time that was represented that around that time, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Sonny was hot on the scene. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But then he disappeared. Yeah. Right? Because there was a deportation that happened. Yeah. Right? A lot of people, like myself, we felt that that deportation happened due to the rap sheet DVD that dropped at the time. Right? This is 2005. There was like a DVD that dropped. Um, Basically like Toronto Smack. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. when Smack DVD and French Montana and all these different people were dropping um, um, like the whole real in the streets DVDs type of concept. There was a real Toronto that dropped, and there was the rap sheet DVDs. Okay, and I was on the real Toronto one, as well as a whole bunch of other people from all over the city, and then a bunch of wild shit happened in the fucking videos. From that, people stopped seeing Sonny. You know what I'm saying? Now, you, as somebody who's worked with him, like, can you give me a little bit more insight on what happened with that that story right there, man? Uh, from him to his brothers to his mom. Shout out Mom Dukes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you mean? Um, they can all tell you, I go to all of his court cases. Mm. Like every last one of his court cases on there. Mm -hmm. So, as far as him being deported, um, yeah, what happened with him, he was, we were under this management that I really had to leave. Right. Um, Kick-ass management. And management for me was a little bit too crazy, so I had to bounce. Okay. And he stayed because the benefit for him, he got to pretty much be out, you know what I mean? To do his music and stuff like that. Pretty much to me, I would say a slave to the rhythm, you know what I mean? So you guys so, parted ways at this point? Hmm? You guys parted ways? No, nah, me and him were still cool. No, I'm saying like musically, like you guys. Mm, no, I, I did a couple <laughs> of songs, but I pretty much refused to do any music with him to help that yeah, okay. situation. Alright. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So and we still had mutual love and respect for each other yeah, yeah. nonetheless. You mean? So what happened with him with that now um the masters for his album I did a couple mm -hmm. tracks on the album. The masters for his album went missing. Mm. Oh wow. Right? So the quote unquote management is accusing him of stealing or accused him of being the one that stole the masters. Yeah. We know who stole the masters, but uh, it wasn't him. Right. So um, she had his spot raided. What? Um, yeah, so they found stuff in his house, you mean, all that stuff, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And he just even just got off a case. Right. I mean, oh, so wow. so he was already, probably already on bail or something. Yeah. So with that now on top of it, I mean, for me, I thought he was actually going to beat it because of the, you know, I would say illegal search. Yeah. You mean, um, anyhow, yeah, with him sitting in there, especially with his sheet, it's pretty long. Right. You know I mean, with all that added up, that's pretty much what got him deported. Uh. You know I mean was that situation. 
So I don't think it was the the rap sheet DVD whatever you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Uh, DVD. There was some wild shit going on in that DVD. There's both of them. Like the fucking the real Toronto one was just. Uh, it's like they seen the first show. one and then the second one is like people are trying to outdo each other. On so, the second one. <coughs> it's good to get some clarity on that though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So let's get into some uh, well, but I mean, you can you can also have Sonny also correct. You mean you can speak to him whenever you get a chance to speak to Sonny. Mm. You mean, um, yeah. He's on IG. You know, what I mean, shout out Sonny Clay. Shout out Sonny Clay on IG. Straight you know, up. Sonny. And that's his name on IG. Sonny Clay S E N I Clay. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. he still got videos. He's still active as an mm-hmm. MC. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and he, and he still got fucking bars, yo. Yep. You know My Instagram Rudimental Records. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Add up. Yeah, hell yeah. Want to see y'all? So let's get to this hip hop tea. Now, there's a couple of things I'm going to skip on here. It was a Nas and Nicki Minaj citing of them together, but who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Next. 21 Savage, you got an album coming out June 1st. You know what I'm saying? So for all the 21 Savage fans, you know. 21, 21, 21, 21. 21, 21. Bill Cosby's fucking daughters sent a tape over the fucking Charlemagne and them motherfuckers. And they played the tape on The Breakfast Club of them saying, listen, all this shit that you guys have been talking about my dad, you've been quiet this whole time, but more times, like, you got the wrong guy because the guy that we know is a fucking stand-up guy who fucking stands up for people, this, that, that, has put people through school, doing all the different, different things. And you guys have fucking raped this guy through the fucking coals and they got, basically they're saying, Motherfuckers got the whole shit fucked up. I can say something right now. I'm gonna say something right now that usually I probably I wouldn't say, but no, go true, man. Yo, the Ice Man, right? You know the Ice Man, right? The Ice Man, right? Give me some context. Yo, the Ice Man kill how many people and went home to his wife and act like he never did it, right? (laughs) So why can't Bill Cosby do all the same shit and go home to his kids and act like he never did it? You understand what I'm saying? Yo, trust me, and it's burning me to say that right now, cause (laughs) yo, I don't want Cosby to be guilty. You know I don't what want to be saying? guilty either. You know, I, mean, I, I don't want to. <laughs> you know, what I mean? you know what I'm saying? His daughters can come on and say anything, cause yeah, he's gonna be an awesome dad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But behind closed doors, who knows what the fuck he does? Yo, I got an old ass record in my house, and it's one of the skits on the record is called Spanish Fly. Mm. So, you know, mm. there's a little dry but, snitching. But 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 even man, I don't even know what I'm even commenting. <laughs> It's just gossip. But if you look at the era too, where all that was going on, you mean you're gonna point a finger at Bill Cosby? Oh, there's money. When there's one, when there's one pointing at you, there's five more usually pointing back in the other direction, right? (laughs) So there was many quaaludes being passed around. I'm sure. Oh, oh, you know, than the the cards. Studio Studio 54 nights. (laughs) (laughs) I met in Studio 54. I'm sure Bill was there. Who's his connect? Yeah, who put them onto the quiz? Who's his connect? Exactly. No, Quaaludes is the old school Ebos, which is the new school fucking Mollies and fucking Lean. So, <laughs> are, we gonna, are we gonna be yelling at Quavo in the future because he fucking gave a few bitches some fucking Mollies? Hey, Rick mean, Ross lost five minutes because he gave a bitch Molly and she uh, didn't know. My, she my, didn't opinion know. Is, my opinion is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my opinion is, is because, man, I used to love the shows. You know what I mean? The shows. Mm. Oh, and so, and so raised me in a good. If you're from a certain era and a certain age, yeah, that's man. what you grew up on. Yeah, man. So. Like, pff, different world, Cosby, 
like fucking what's the other one there um, Facts of Life and the, all these flipping shows mm-hmm. from back in the days I'm, I'm gonna take it to Fat Albert you know Fat Albert you know with a cartoon Fat, there you go yeah, Saturday mornings the, the way he did those and the way like the messages and everything mm. that were that's in all of those see what I mean with the experiences yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of the kids from the ghetto with, I watched with the Rudy shoot a gun mm-hmm. and he broke his arm mm. because he shot the gun yeah. less up less up yeah, he really fucking busted off the, the 38. They found the 38, the, 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 the Cosby kids, or yeah, yeah. that was the crew. Shout right? out, Rudy. Thank you, man. <laughs> and he busted off the fucking gun in the junkyard. Yeah. And fucking the busted. Kickback. The kickback busted his fucking thing, his, 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 his arm. And then he was in the sling for the rest of the, to the end of the episode, right? Mm-hmm. And the man's were like, yo. Message. There's a message there. Like, you guys don't want to go play with guns, but guns will hurt you. You mm-hmm. didn't even, even have a chance to hurt somebody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got Look at message. that message. Friday picked you that shit up. Yo, I'm remembering shit. Friday, Friday's. I'm not even going to go bust a gun now. <laughs> like, Yo, I don't want to be the slinger thing. Uh, you know, you know what that taught me? Watch out for the kickback. Keep steady, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, L.A. Reed. Yes. To get to the motherfuckers to be dropping and shit in the motherfuckers thing that they don't even know. Actually, we don't know L.A. Reed did that. More L.A. Reed, he was more into sexual harassment. Okay? <coughs> he got fired recently from his job at Epic um, for sexual harassment allegations. Ooh, that's an Epic allegation. <laughs> <laughs> However, now that this has happened, you got people like Joe Buttons and them on his on, on, the, on the Complex show and all these different people bringing up saying, this guy's been doing this from the Def Jam days and Damn. from the Arista days and shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The thing is, a whole bunch of other people were getting fired around the same time. Bill O'Reilly just got fired a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, did the beer cover of Fox News? Yeah. Like, it's becoming a thing where... Fuck Bill O'Reilly. Fuck him, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Fuck Ellie Reid, too, you know what I'm saying? But what is starting to happen is these women are starting to to speak out, and they're actually starting to get heard because the music industry has been a boys' club for a long time. And this is what the complaint has been, right? Where, like... You in the music industry, you want these powerful niggas, your secretary's gotta be giving you a head. Like, what are you crazy? You know what I'm saying? On that Bill Clinton life. Yeah, but all the girls are like, nah, I don't, I don't have to be that way. I'm just smart and I fucking work here. Why the fuck I gotta give you brains? You know what I'm saying? But these motherfuckers who've been leveraging this power for a long time now are all starting to get the fucking boobs. You know what I'm saying? Well, you do dirt. It will eventually come to the light, right? <laughs> well, no. Hey. Done in the dark will come to the light. The story is so. still unfolding, man. Straight up. It's, it's just allegations for now. It, it, it is. Actually, it is. It, you know? Black youngster. You know who Black youngster is? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucker, he be on the gram. He's uh, signed to... Uh, you, got a, you got a track with Tory Lanez, too. Mm-hmm. He's got a track with Tory Lanez. He's signed to... Uh, um, Coke Records or whatever. Yeah. What's that guy's name? Fuck. I I don't know why I can't remember his name. I listen to his fucking music all the time. Um, but it'll come to CMC. Me no, 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 no. Um, is that not the label? CMC is that the label? The, I don't know what the name of the label is. I think but it's like CMC. The who I think it's CMC the label. I'm, I think it's the, CMC. Cause I always mention all these CMC chains and shit like that. But he came through with this whole Young Dolph shooting now. Young Dolph, there was a shooting on his SUV a few months ago. And yeah, they shot up like a hundred times. She got shot up like a hundred Yo Gotti. Times. Yo Gotti. That's Yo Gotti signed it. He signed yes. to Yo Gotti. Yeah, CMC though. Yeah, I think yeah. it's CMC. You know what I'm saying? 
So what happened now is that they he's turned himself in for the shooting of uh, of this of this SUV. You know what I'm saying? Because they're in saying, connection to it or in connections with it. Right? He turned himself in, or he got a, he was a, the well, report saying he turned himself in. Yeah. Right. Right. Now, before he even left to come here, I seen another report saying the reason that the police feel that he's connected to this because the police had a warrant for him, and that's why he turned himself in. Okay. Right. The reason that the police feel that he has a connection to this is because the van that drove by Young Dolph's SUV and shot up his shit was rented out by Black Youngster. <laughs> Talk about not covering your tracks. Oh, I, I gotta take a fucking nap, bro. <laughs> I gotta give a dab for that one and hold it. <laughs> yeah, but he loves to they make something that open carry state too, right? Yeah, but so that gives you an open carry reason to go shoot up no, the just saying, So you know, niggas probably wilding out, whatever, in the heat of the moment. They got their burners on and they see this nigga and they just unleash some bullets. Oh, it's bulletproof anyways. These niggas are beefing over Instagram in the first place. Remember, we've been having this running conversation. Sounds about 2017 beef. Beef. Rude, you've been here now for episode 14, okay? Mm -hmm. Herc and I have been having this running conversation for a while between other guests of this guys who get into beef over shit on the fucking internet. And then they fucking die, or they get arrested. Yeah, Downfall. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even just the internet. Like, guys putting up on websites. Like, niggas just going on their phone, on their IGs, or snapping the dumb shit that they do. You know what I'm saying? They're just telling on him to just snitching. Instagram gangsters, just like telephone gangsters, but not, oh, Twitter not, not just like though, because telephone gangsters. It's yeah, not the same. Yeah, they'll talk all that on the phone when they see them, they, they choke. But now, yeah, with the internet gangsters, yeah, people get killed. No, these guys, they're, they, you know, there used to be those Twitter fingers or Twitter thugs, yeah. right? And that's a, that's a, to me, that's a 2015 term. Mm. Okay, that's a dated term now. Okay, mm. because what a Twitter thug is is I'm gonna talk all this shit to you, but I'm a fucking egg, so you can't fucking see me. So if you see me in the streets, you can't punch me in the face. No, this is square. He's a he's the civilian. Yeah. We're like, yo, all I'm doing is talking shit on the internet, man. Hey, I'm not about that street life, bro. I'm on the sidewalk. I'm not in the streets. I'm on the sidewalk. I know yeah. my lane. My lane is trolling on the internet. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm just a troll on the internet. Don't attack me, please. Don't hurt me. These, you know what I'm saying? These it, these Instagram thugs is a different breed. They're like, yo, we over here, nigga. If you want that smoke. We gonna be over here. Yeah, pull up, run up. Pull up. I came up to you. Oh, I'm in your hood right now on Instagram Live, and niggas ain't here. What? I thought niggas would be outside when I come out here, but I guess they ain't. Until niggas pull up on the block, back, 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 and then it's caught on the gram. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like these are the things that are happening in 2017. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like even over here in our city, like our population, we're like the fourth largest in North America, whatever. But still, in relativity to a lot of different countries or like in the states, their population and the amount of murders, we still have less, but it's still growing. And our own artists are fucking having these issues. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. We're Grand Theft Auto live all day. Straight good. Straight good. <laughs> the difference between us and Grand Theft Auto is once you get wasted, you get wasted. There's yeah, no more life. You can't come back. You, you, know, what you know what I'm saying? Once you're wasted, you're wasted. Like, so. You know, niggas appreciate life. R.I.P. to 
all of the MCs and just all of the cats in the streets, you know what I mean, who are dealing with any issues, you know what I'm saying? Um, hold your head to all the cats that are inside that are dealing with all the fucking dumb shit that you do or motherfuckers who are just trying to stay out of the way and then get caught up in bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But my whole message to that, and just to wrap up that part of this hip hop tea, just just do better, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, bro. Like, we're not even at summer yet, dog. Yo, it's not even a heat up yet. And man, I'm a fire gunshot left and right. Trust me, dog. We're not even at summer. We're not even completely finished spring. You know what I'm saying? And as I'm saying this, my heart is beating because, like, I feel like fuck, man. At the rate that we're going, there's so many people who are talented that are not going to get the chance to get the full fruition of their talent because they get fucking smoked. You know what I'm saying? And it's a fucking shame, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even want to speak on it too much. I mean, because I live in the city where this shit is happening and the niggas in Chicago who got to deal with it and all these different places have to live in the city where they got to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm outside all the fucking time. You know what I mean? But... We gotta do better, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that's all I got for today. I'm gonna fucking leave out all of the other shit. There was a T dot um goon scrap right. DVD thing. So it's funny. That shit's funny. That shit is funny yeah. as fuck. I haven't you seen that shit yet. My boy sent it to me and I didn't even watch it, man. I'm fucking mad at myself. Yeah, shout out to them, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even know really that they existed and that's my bad because I'd be on the internet checking for shit that's popping. Mm-hmm. But shout out to Drizzy for shedding some light on them for people in other countries who didn't know that this shit is going on. You know what I'm saying? And vote for them too. I think they they trying to get some votes. Yeah, so man. they get that much of MVA award or whatever they're trying to get. Whatever they're trying to get, just vote for them. Yeah, man. It's creative. Yeah, it shows the way that an average Toronto motherfucker is like Funny. just the way that man's talk. Funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 that's as real as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a tree out of ten? Yeah, I promise. It's a tree out of ten. Also, it's, it's, a, it's a ten out of ten. <laughs> it's a tree out of ten. It's a tree out of ten. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Trust me, yo. I, I love that shit, man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'm going to wrap it up um, like a BET commercial. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was boring, Bob. <laughs> give me your... First, before you give me your social medias, give me any shout-outs and what you got coming up next, man. Alright, first of all, I want to shout out all the barbers out there, every mm-hmm. last one of them. I work at BKS Barbershop, 586 Jones, Jones and Danforth. Shout out Wisdom Barbershop, Cut Creator, Nappies, used to work at all of them. Um, also, Potential Films, shout out Potential Films, all those cats. They got the, this movie out too, called This Is For Toronto, um, I'm featured in it. And hmm, what I got coming up next, shout out 40 Boye. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got 40 of Boye out, level up. Um, he's online live right now. All right, Shout all right, out to right. you, brother. Shout out 40 of Boye. We got level up out. He's working really, 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 really hard pushing all of his stuff because he's a really, really dope MC. Not even because he's online, but yeah. Anyway. And he's from um, where I'm from. Okay, 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 okay. MTL. Nah, he's not. You not? No. Oh, ah, card pulled. Oh, card pulled. Yeah. Okay, school me before we get out of here. Fournier Boyer is from Detroit. Mm. And he's in Atlanta right now. Currently in Atlanta. 
Alright, so we got this single called Level Up. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, mm-hmm. um, uh, Google Play, and anywhere you want to find music and it's worldwide, right? Okay. So you can look us up there. So that's what we got doing right now. 40 should be coming to Toronto at some point. We're making plans for him to come to Toronto. Hey, show some coming. music and all that stuff. But he's got his um, EP dropping too. I think it's going to be called uh, Level Up. Okay. Uh, okay. It's a mixtape or EP. EP, I think is what it is. You should uh, let you guys know they're on live. And um, Caleb Simmons, I'm actually just going to drop the project I have had with him for years. We've been holding on to that for like a minute, but now I think we're just going to finally release that. Nice. Um, there's the Colin Raleigh with uh, Big Baby. Shout out Big Baby. Um, Jason Alias. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, shout them out. The single called I Got You and that's I-G-O-T with the letter U. You can find it also on Spotify and everywhere you find music that's all over. We got that there too, digitally. Nice. Um, what else is there on the list? Caleb Simmons, Here I Am Before the Album. And what else is in my catalog? Too Rude. Rudimental 2K, the remastered album. I actually finally got a chance to re-release because I got jerked my first shit, so now I got to re-release it digitally to finally let people hear what's going on because it hasn't been out there and it's been nominated for Junos, won Junos, much music video awards, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. There's lots of videos for the whole album too, so please go out and support that, get that, buy your favorite single, buy the album and support, and it's pretty dope. Um, it's what actually what got Gillian Lewis signed and all that good stuff too because there's About Your Love on there. Nice. Uh, thinking About You. A um, lot of hits. Innovation so, on Innovations there. as well. The classic. Yeah, I mean, they're all classics on there. Anyhow, um, my Instagram, yes. Rudimental Records, R U D I M E N T A L, Records with the S. R E C O R D S. Um, at Instagram, Rudimental Records at Twitter. Um, my Facebook is Richard Rudimental. Richard Rudimental. R U D I M E N T A L. Um, I also have a fan page. It's Too Rude. And uh, Caleb Simmons, same thing. Caleb underscore Simmons. Um, Instagram. And Caleb underscore Simmons, Twitter. What are your boy? Yay, 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 yay. My G, put it up live. We'll put the links underneath. Okay, you know cool. What I'm cool. You know what I'm we'll put so, all the links. <coughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for listening. And all that stuff. I don't even, I'm not used to doing this kind of stuff, but getting it out there right now. So at the end of the day, peace. Oh, BKS Barbershop. Who else am I forgetting? My daughter, Danica, what's happening? My son, Arthello, what's happening? Danielle, who else am I forgetting? Chantel. Who else? Who else? Who else in the squad? Uh, my boy Five, my goddaughter Nevea, um, Malachi, Diamond, Mike, my whole family, the Goldens, Smellies, all these love yous. Peace. <laughs> Shout outs. Yeah. PK Hurt. My sisters, you know, Tanya. <laughs> well, it's me, SSC underscore Hey Herks underscore PK on Instagram, the only platform that I'm on. You find me. Shout out Sports Smokers, that's the gang, that's the collective. Check out uh, Reach Frankie Payne, Man in the Mirror, download that right now. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, Parkdale all day, you know where I'm at. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, my sister Kareem, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, still got some more shout outs. More shout outs. Um, get at me, you know what I'm saying? Everything at Friday Ricky Dread, that's D R E D. Subscribe, rate, review, everything you got to do on iTunes, on Google Play. Get at my website, Friday, aka Ricky Dread. And it's the world's most smoke shop podcast, bro. We hired the motherfucker, man. We shout out to the sponsors. And we out. The Mother family, mother, 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 mothers. What's up, the Mother family? Can't forget them, New York, New York. What's happening?